the, the key feature of the app is that you don't have profile pictures on the app. Now, we're not obviously against you knowing what the people you meet are going to look like, but we don't want uh, the first impression of you uh, having someone be how they look. You're listening to the Restless Millennial Podcast. Today on the Restless Millennial, we're joined by Paul Dang, who's inventing a new social app called Passion Food. And what Passion Food is, is basically an antidote for dating apps out there. So its goal is to like foster genuine relationships over the superficiality of current dating apps where you just swipe right and you're based. it's based solely on profile pictures. Passion Fruit's not going to have any profile pictures, but that's as far as I'm going to go. You guys are going to have to listen to the episode to learn more. Check it out. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Restless Millennial Podcast, the voice of the motivated youth. Today I'm here with Paul Dang, and he is the founder of Passion Fruit. And before we get started here, I'm just going to let Paul tell us what Passion Fruit is. Right, well, in a nutshell, Passion Fruit is a social app. Uh, we're trying to do things a little differently than the other apps out there that, uh, that are available for, for meeting people. Usually, uh, you know, when I describe what I'm making, people give me the answer, oh, so uh, it's like Tinder, or oh, uh, it's a dating app. Uh, but it's really not. Uh, what we're trying to do, in fact, the, the key feature of the app is that you don't have profile pictures on the app. Now, we're not obviously against you knowing what the people you meet are going to look like, but we don't want uh, the first impression of you uh, having someone be how they look. We actually want to take what uh, what the internet has been able to offer us. Uh, think back to uh, the days of like just chat rooms or you know online uh, bulletin boards. Like you, people were you know go, go, going back and forth, talking, getting to know each other uh, based on you know their common passions, like what they were into, you know, things they cared about, their values, things like that. And they, through that, they bonded. Uh, so in a way, we just really want to channel that energy. We want to go back to basics, grassroots a little bit with that, but we want to take it. A little bit more seriously, because the the, uh, the thing with those kinds of uh, the services uh, back in the early days of the internet was that usually you would just go on there to like um, you know de-stress or unwind at the end of your day, just right. try, chat to some random strangers who you'll never meet in real life, right? But maybe that's just your your private time for for for, for thirty minutes or so. So we are actually in the design of our app. We make it um, geographically uh, located. So pe- people who are around you who are passionate about the same things, you're able to find those people. So the, uh, the point of that is to, to sort of nudge people to get to know people in their local uh, cities uh, based on what they have in common. And use that as a bridge, as a foundation, as a starting point to maybe uh, develop a, a long-term friendship. And uh, who knows where that could lead. That could lead to, you know, uh, collaboration in terms of uh, working on some project together or you know it could lead to uh, being you know life partners or whatever the, it's a whole range of things who knows and w- actually one other aspect was uh, in in the early as- uh, stages of that when thinking about how we're going to market this was oh you know we can make it target to like the musician community like uh, an app for uh, right. musicians like because you know musicians are always looking to find uh, band members right they're always yeah. looking to evolve yeah. and work with new people so it's just like okay I say what I'm into and this is what you're into and now we collaborate because you can't make music alone mm-hmm. not, not really good music you always need a few team members to take care of the different aspects that go into that's really music. unique uh, especially compared to all the other social apps that are out there right now which are very superficial you know they rely only on that profile picture and on, on nothing else right yeah well I, I assume some people you know look at more than just the profile pictures but if we're talking about like the mass you know society then it's well, it's mainly profile pictures but one thing I want to ask you is 
how, where did this idea to create an app based on passions, where did this come from and how did, how did you kind of start it? What was your inspiration? Well, uh, there's several factors that converge to uh, lead me to uh, you know, solidifying on this particular idea. Uh, when I first uh, got into the mindset of uh, I want to try to make something that has value for society, right? Because uh, you need to do that as a baseline for any startup to work, mm-hmm. right? Um, I thought, okay, well, I'm just one person. At that point, it was just me. I have a small team now, uh, but not much bigger. So I thought, what could I reasonably make uh, that I can afford to make uh, that doesn't take a huge team, right? Um, you know, most you know businesses have you know pretty high barriers to entry, right? If you want to start some production facility somewhere, you need the capital. You, know, you need capital. You need to invest first, right? You're talking about a lot of money. And one of the things with uh, with apps with software is that it's it's known to have as low as uh, barriers to entry as possible. That's why there's so many apps out there because anyone can just try their hand in making an app, right? So uh, I settled on okay, I'm going to do an app. But then the next question became okay, what kind of app am I going to do, right? Um, so the way that Passion Fruit is designed with no profile pictures, it really helps us because we don't store that much information, that much data. And our server costs are pretty low. So, uh, you know, we could conceivably afford to keep this going bootstrapped and with, you know, my own funding for quite a while uh, without having to, you know, shut things down because oh, we've Overload. just burned through all of our cash. And, you know, we like the idea, but okay, now we didn't get investors and we can't continue. I didn't want to have that scenario. So when I picked an idea, that was one of the key factors that I didn't want to be beholden to. Uh, outside interests in terms of so what are some when you were like researching how to build this app what were some problems that you noticed with the social apps that are out there on the market right now yeah talk a little bit about those so i mean i've never really been i'm pretty old school right i i I, before working on this i had like an old windows nokia phone i i I never (laughs) i I didn't even have a data plan i think how long ago was that (laughs) that was uh about a year a year maybe was it one of those flip ones no, it was like a you know the brick the. Oh, ah, okay. I mean, it was a smart. It's indestructible, phone, but, at least. Yeah, it was, but yeah. <laughs> but I I did I didn't really use social media much. Yeah. A lot of these apps. So I I'm kind of like coming at this for as an outsider and mm-hmm. looking at you know how you know how people use these apps and uh, and uh, you know you read like the, these uh, articles every now and then about how young people nowadays uh, uh, depression is a big issue, yeah. loneliness, people mm-hmm. feel isolated, and. Uh, there's a lot of celebrity or worship culture, I would say, like with uh, yeah. with apps like Instagram. It's it's there's a, it's always a one to many kind of dynamic. Or let's say you're popular on Facebook, uh, like there's ten thousand people responding to your posts, yeah. right? And and there's people who who their entire lives they actually make a they call them influencers. I think nowadays they make mm-hmm. an entire living off of just living their life and being followed, right? And but that's very concentrated. Not not too many people can 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 be in that role. And there's a lot of people that that you know they just don't get the uh, the interaction and the attention uh, and the empathy that they need as human beings because okay they just follow people but and they uh, worship these people know, and, and compare themselves to them. right and exactly. we've talked about that in yeah. other episodes so who's too. who's looking out you know in terms of them and who's relating to them on a one to one dynamic mm. so that's one of the issues that I identified uh, another issue I identified was. Uh, particularly with apps that are designed to meet new people. So, so some of these apps are, okay, you add all your friends to it and they just follow you, right? right? Like Facebook, like Instagram. But then there's apps like, uh, like we said, Tinder, where you go out and meet new people. It seems that predominantly these apps are just, the way they're geared is uh, the visuals are the most important thing. Now, they've kind of evolved over the years and 
they're adding kind of new bells and whistles around the edges, right? With you, you can write some stuff. But the way that they're designed, it, it never really gets away from the fact that the first thing you see is this big collection of the person's best looking six pictures. And, and that's <laughs> and you're swiping them. And that's that's basically your, your metric for deciding whether you want to meet somebody or not. And uh, I understand that that probably does work for like if you just want to hook up, right? Yeah, and that was true. what it was initially supposed to be. But now all these other apps are kind of jumping on that bandwagon because they, they proved the concept and they're very popular. So even apps like OkCupid, for example, which historically in the past wasn't based on that model, but they've actually they've changed their their app now that the first thing you do is you you swipe people. Mm-hmm. So it seems that it, it didn't it, it wasn't like that before. No, actually, uh, OkCupid back in the day, uh, it was you you had to like actually go reach out to people individually. Really? Yeah, you you basically. Just, you saw people in your area and then you it's like a gallery or collage or whatever and then you decided yeah. who who you wanted to meet but i mean now everybody's kind of jumping on this uh this swiping bandwagon so yeah. i saw the, <laughs> the swiping bandwagon there's a lot of group think so i thought yeah. okay well i've always been a, a contrarian um i studied a bit of you know uh, stock market before as well when i back in my previous uh life before i started a startup so i've always uh, appreciated the value of being a contrarian thinker as a way to exploit uh, unseen opportunities and I thought okay if everybody's doing this one thing what if we try to do something that's not being done could that is that feasible is there a market for it do people want that to a sufficient degree that that we can make a make a go of it and provide value to people so I just want to give you a scenario so let's say you've used like you're someone like myself who's used so many different dating apps why would someone like myself turn to passion fruit opposed to looking for another dating app uh, well, first of all, we don't intend to uh, um, be identified you know, as a dating exactly. app. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's not. We, in fact, we. If if anything, it's the it's the opposite. We are we are not. I'll say straight mm-hmm. up, we are not a dating app. We are an app for you to meet people. Well, let me rephrase that. Let, let's say I'm someone who just wants to meet um, like-minded people. Like-minded people. Like you said, someone right, who's exactly. new to a city. So, so then, but who doesn't want to do that through a dating who, app? Uh, who doesn't want to do so? So your options are what? Like so, to meet like-minded people, what are your options? But I don't want. Let, let's say you're, you're you're trying to meet like-minded people, but you mm-hmm. don't want hookups. Like you, you're you're just trying to make friends in a new city, kind right, of kind okay. of situation. Why so would I turn to passion? Why would fruit, you uh, opposed to using opposed Tinder to using, or the other ones to meet people? Uh, well, I think the answer in terms of Tinder is, is fairly obvious because you know with Tinder you just get served a feed of people like they're, they're yeah. I think the way they design their algorithm isn't based on anything except you know the attraction attractions. actually they have something like an ELO rating whereas if you're more physically desirable you get matched with other people that are more physically desirable mm-hmm. and if you're desirable enough to a certain degree you get into like a special like tinder really? black or tinder elite and then you get to meet celebrities so it's it's all geared towards that right that. <laughs> exactly so yes because the celebrities they pay for that yeah it's actually yeah. pretty expensive yeah. but they want to meet people that are desirable so right you don't get into that unless you hit a certain level, uh, level right um i think with tinder is fairly obvious but uh, we can go to um, even some other ones that because i've studied maybe 100 apps out there that you know, are designed to meet people one way or another. Uh, one app is, I'm sure you've heard of Meetup, right? Yeah. So why would you use Passion Fruit over Meetup? People use Meetup. I think if you go, the first thing you see when you go on Meetup is you see that it's a very event-driven platform, right? You just see, okay, well, Tuesday, what's going on? There's soccer, there's bowling, there's dancing. And, you know, there could be 100 people going to a Meetup. Um, 
so, but people really use Meetup. I think the way they use Meetup is they, they want to do an activity. I want to join a soccer team. So that's why I'm going to get on Meetup to fulfill that need in my life, right? It's not really about connecting with people per se, right? And the, the, so Meetup has a chat feature section of it, but it's pretty dead. Nobody actually uses it. People just go to the Meetups. And if they like people there, they exchange Facebooks or phone numbers or whatever, right? Uh, and that works in that context, right? But let's say you want to connect with people before you commit to going somewhere. Let's say you, you don't want to drive one hour out to some event and meet 100 people in some big hall and do networking w- without knowing what you're going to get out of that, right? You want to do some vetting before that. You want to know that you have a connection with somebody and maybe you go carpool to an event together because you already know you have a connection. So this is more for that angle. And I think even more so nowadays, um, what we really want to do is make make it as simple as possible to find those people, right? We don't want people to have to go through all that extra work because everybody's getting busier, work hours are getting longer, right? And another thing is that smartphones are becoming more, more, more and more prevalent part of everybody's lives. So everybody's glued on their smartphones. So nowadays... People don't like to go out as much unless it's like they know what they're getting. It's like, um, do I really want to go? Especially if you're a busy entrepreneur right? as you're well. Busy you don't have time to do that. Or whatever you're, you're working on. You, you you could be... So people, uh, they have to wait. Oh, I could just keep browsing on my smartphone or playing whatever I'm and to doing. To be honest, it's kind of frustrating. You're just swiping, 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 swiping. Yeah. It gets really tiring after exactly. a while. You know, this is I'm someone who's experienced experiences <laughs> that often because I use dating apps. I'll, yeah. I'll admit it. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, like I said, it's not a... Dating yeah, yeah. app, but if you want to go back to the whole why is, why would it be a better experience than yeah. Tinder? There's a lot of uh, there's an undercurrent to Tinder and apps like that, right? Now, people don't really talk about it because nobody wants to talk about how they don't have great experiences or they mm-hmm. just they didn't have a, a lot of luck on Tinder. But I mean, essentially, it works very well if you're considered physically desirable. But you know how many people out there would be would qualify as like a 9 out of 10 I mean it's, yeah. just, it's just statistics right and it's superficial uh, too because yeah, everybody sees people exactly. differently right? so, so I think most people there's an undercurrent of people that just they're not being served by these apps and but there's nowhere for them to go they, 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 their, their best qualities are not on the surface they're, mm. they're underneath and it's like so where where can I go where that is accentuated. You're, where your best qualities can exactly. be accentuated. Exactly. So that's why we designed it. And, and I know it's a bit draconian, but mm-hmm. I say no profile pictures because we really want the first, the the the, the connection to be based on something deeper yeah. than that. And like like we were talking off air, like if you want to see the profile, the picture of the person, you yeah. can get them on Instagram. Oh, right? absolutely. Are, are people just going to post their first names or their first and last names? So like, and then actually, you'd figure we, it out uh, you're talking to the person. So with the current design of the app, we have two... Um, proposals and and we actually plan to uh, uh, launch with this and then get feedback from our users and see what people are more comfortable with so we can either go full name because basically we make it we want to make it as simple as possible mm-hmm. so we you, you just sign up through uh, your Facebook account um, and we just pull basic info like your name your age your gender right um, if you so one option is we just take your full name as it is on Facebook uh, the second option is that we take the first initial of your last name. So we'll see over time if people are comfortable giving out their full names or if we want the more anonymity to it. And in terms of posting your passions, how many passions can people post? Is it just one passion and then you match people okay. based on that one yeah. passion? So yeah, I haven't. That's a good. That's a very good question. I haven't really explained the the core mechanics behind mm-hmm. the app. Okay, so there's three uh, ways that you can 
match with people on passion fruit. Okay, the first way is what's called a, a passion match. It's uh, it's the strongest kind of match. In this way, you get one passion. Okay, what are you most passionate about, right? And now you can change this uh, every week. No, not more than once. You can't spam change this. You can't game <laughs> every the system, day, right? you're, you're passionate. You, about you can thing. you can change your mind about it, but yeah. um, you know with certain limits. So you can tell us what you're most passionate about at that point in time, right? And you can enter anything? Anything. You can enter anything. It's a free entry text field. So it could be books, it could be movies, whatever it is. I can't even imagine all the things that people yeah. are passionate about, right? And if somebody else has that exact same passion and you're within the same you know, geographical area that 100, you, you can also in the can settings, you set it yourself? You can, yeah. Yeah, you can set your distance limit, your, the age range of people you want to find and the gender of people you want to find, right? If you, if you have a specific idea of the people you want to meet. But by default, we let you look for everybody. So if, the, if somebody's in your area and they exactly match your passion, then you're automatically matched. So you don't have to approve them. You don't have to swipe right on them and they swipe right on you too. That is basically, like that. the effect of that is basically you both swipe right. And then you can, you're basically added to each other's matches and you can start talking to each other freely, right? I mean, if you don't like them, you can obviously block them and all that, but, <laughs> right? So that's the first, the strongest kind of match. Um, but we, are, we, we, we recognize that, especially while this app is trying to get traction and you know we don't have a lot of users, it's going to be pretty difficult to, Find that exact special match, your soulmate or whatever it might be, right? So we don't want to only exclusively provide those kind of matches if we have like a thousand people sitting there and they just can't find anybody because oh, there's nobody passionate about, uh, oh, I don't know, you know, whatever, um, Akira, you know, whatever anime is out there. <laughs> uh, uh, so, so the second kind of match is... Uh, if you you'll, every day you'll get a daily feed of three people, so you'll get their th- the, the three there are three cards, and uh, you'll see what they're passionate about. Now, if that's something you're curious about, if you see it and you say, "Oh, okay, I'm curious about that," um, let me chat, let me set, hit this send re- message request. You'll you'll you know how LinkedIn works; you get to yeah. send like a greeting, so you'll be able to just type a short greeting to them, and then you'll go on the second kind of list, which is the they they have an incoming request. So then they'll see that okay, this person is passionate about soccer. And they've written me this greeting. Okay, if I respond to this, then we become matched like the first kind. Mm-hmm. And then we can freely talk. Okay. But then I can also choose not to engage with them. Right. So that's the second kind. And the third kind of match is you can search whatever you want. Okay. So you don't have to be passionate about it or you could just be getting into it. But it's a free search, you know, like Google search. But you don't search websites. You're searching people. So you can search a topic. And if you find somebody, Who's passionate they'll, they'll show up. Right in your area, then you can same thing. You can send a greeting, send a request, and then uh, they can see that and they can choose to engage with you or not. So those are the. So things. can you just talk a little bit about how, like, when you launch this app, how are you going to generate users and get people, you know, get people involved in passion fruit, okay, passion well, fruit movement? We'll uh, <laughs> I mean, we're we have a small team working on marketing, and we're trying to brainstorm effective ways with essentially no money of how to uh, <laughs> how to make people aware of uh, of passion fruit. So I mean. One of the ways is you know coming out to um, you know shows like this. Uh, I did another show for an actual radio station a while back. Uh, obviously, social media, yeah. um, writing blogs. I've written you know several blogs on our website. I read those, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, we, we're we're, try- we're trying to actually get uh, get in touch with the universities for orientation week and see if we can get like, a booth or a table oh, there. Oh wow, that'll be yeah. And uh, and you know just spread the word. Um, you know a few other things, but I uh, can't think of them on top of my head. But we'll, we'll keep we keep evolving. We keep uh, thinking about creative ways that we can get some organic reach going. Yeah. I know you guys don't call yourselves a dating app, mm-hmm. but do you think people are going to use it as one? Uh, I imagine. 
I imagine so. Because, I mean, that, that's where uh, most of the attention is in, in the social app space right now. And I think even Facebook said they're, mm-hmm. they're working on a, a new dating app. They're going to... Oh, post, really? Yeah. They're, they're, uh, they're experimenting in-house wow. with their own staff, actually. I'm, I'm not surprised <laughs> at all. <laughs> which Facebook is funny. gets involved in everything. <laughs> which is funny because uh, they, they, they have an internal memo, I think, that I read about that they, they want their employees to, to test it out. Yeah. But they don't want them to actually seriously start dating each other. <laughs> so, it's like, okay. Like promoting workplace relationships. Yeah. I know. It's, it's a little bit uh, yeah. funny. Uh, but... So yeah, um, yeah. I, I imagine- I'm just like it's it's based on my like personal experience. Mm-hmm. Like if I was going to switch to passion fruit, mm-hmm. I I'd be using it like yeah, I'd want to meet new people, but I mm-hmm. think I'd also use it to meet like romantic partners as well. Yeah, I, I think so. Because if it works for me, because if it works for me, it, then it'll work for other yeah, people, right? If it if it works, for, it works. But I mean, the thing with this is that even if it does work for from mm-hmm. a romantic angle, uh, you're gonna have met a lot of people that you just connect with. Right, non romantically, so it's it's a it, it'll work in the long run, but don't expect that, like oh I I only want to find a, a partner or a date or a hookup or whatever, and I'm going on passion fruit, and I expect the first person I find I'm only going to talk to people that that that's my objective because it wouldn't work because you don't even know what they look like, right? So you're probably mm-hmm. you may meet like hundred people that you you get along with, you hang out, your friends or whatever. But eventually, you might find somebody that you gel with from multiple facets, right? Yeah, I think it's very similar to what Bumble Biz is doing. What Bumble's doing with Bumble Biz, but then again, you don't have the element of like the passion. Like, yeah, the thing with Bumble, uh, it's interesting you bring up Bumble because uh, I did Bumble uh, Biz st- study Bumble and all the Bumble BFF, Bumble Biz, and uh, and uh, how they work. Um, it's it's very interesting now. I, you know they're they're they, they're thinking along the same lines. Obviously, mm-hmm. they get that you know people don't just want to like hook up. That's not all there is to life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they've segregated the community, right? If you notice, like there's not many people on Bumble Biz. There's yeah. There's there's a lot of people on Bumble, right? So it's I mean, and it's a bit uh, the experience is a bit odd because the mechanics of it are the same because you 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 swipe people on Bumble Biz. And I'm not sure that that that's the that's the best mechanic for why is that? I mean, because if you go on Bumble Biz, you you you, you swipe through the pictures, and you know they're trying to look their best. They're trying to look presentable. Like um, let's say I'm a, if I'm a business owner, I'm going mm-hmm. Bumble Biz to meet like like let's say for me for my podcast, I was yeah. I met you on Bumble Biz because right. I was looking for young entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you're going in with that mindset, you're not looking at like what the person looks like. You're I was like I was reading the descriptions. On, on the people's businesses, right? Fair so, enough. That that so you but so uh, it could still work. Yeah, absolutely. But you have to kind of go out of your way. Like you have to avoid the things that are not important mm-hmm. to focus on the things that are. Right. Yeah. So yeah. really, all we're trying to do is take out the things that are needed. For so for you, yeah, you wouldn't have exactly. cared what I looked at. No, like, no. Right? So yeah, that's pretty much uh, what we're just trying to simplify it and focus on what really matters. Because I think. And now you may have not you may have been able to maintain that discipline but I think it's human nature you know when we see pictures certain neurons start firing right other people they actually still use bumble biz like they would use bumble <laughs> actually I have you know I've had people I've who had try to like hook up with people on bumble yeah, biz I mean, <laughs> well you know here's the thing right with um and again, we're going to go back to the whole... Because there's less users, they think they have a better chance, right? That, that's one aspect. <laughs> that, that's actually one, one big aspect. Another aspect of it is this, that um, human nature is such that, um, you know, 
for a lot of people, not all people, but for a lot of people, if things are too transactional or too direct, it becomes it's a turnoff actually. It's not it's not exciting, it's not appealing. It's actually sometimes it spooks you out, right? Uh, so, for mm-hmm. example, if you're on an app where specifically the, the targeted and the marketed aim is to hook up, you're going to be pretty wary if, if, you're, if you fall into that category of people, right. right? If you are more of a romantic person and you, you, you believe that, you know, you, you, you want to get to know people first, like with, without a context, with, without an agenda, and just get to, get to see eye to eye and then see how things develop and transpire, like sort of the classic saying, like, we were friends before, you know, we... You know, we yeah. were just friends for a long time. If you if you fall into that group, then you would actually gravitate to using other services, anything other than the core Bumble for actually meeting those needs, right? You would go to Bumblebiz, you would go to like LinkedIn, you would you would actually just try to meet people genuinely, mm-hmm. right? So so in fact that 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 is actually serving the purpose. So fostering genuine connections, I think yeah. that's that's the message behind Passion yeah. Fruit. Genuine genuine connections, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, human nature is such that, uh, you know, when we're visual creatures. Uh, we can't avoid that part of our mm-hmm. nature. But uh, the thing with technology is, is that it's just afforded us this opportunity to connect. Like people connect based on they, they play the same video game. And they're passionate about it. And, right. You know, they, they actually become lifelong like friends. I, I, I'm a huge right. Leafs fan. And I know right. that's the first thing I'd enter on Passion Fruit right. when I start. I'm so, going to start using it. And that's when I do. That's yeah. what I'm going to enter. Right. So we, yeah, we give this opportunity for people to yeah. to use technology to to really to to connect on something mm-hmm. deeper, and, uh, and and you know how it goes. It's um, so going back to your other question about why well, why would I use passion fruit, right? Uh, it feels like um, a lot of the 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 other apps. It, it's it's about the quantity, right? It's about the volume. It's you're, you're served a lot, and eventually you might find the needle in the haystack or something, right? But we want to we wanna go cut to the chase. We want to make it simpler for you to find the special people in your mm-hmm. life, right? We don't want you to have to go through so many people. And, you know, some people actually tell me that it's very frustrating, the experience. It's like, it's, it's a lot of work. It's a, With uh, uh, using dating yeah, apps? These, these it is. Right? I, I'd be the first to tell you that. Because <laughs> right? uh, we know how important your time is. And we, we don't want you to have to get frustrated to find you know people that, that actually are going to stick around in your life for the long run. right? We want people that are, you're going to invite to your wedding, who are going to be around for the birth of your kids or you know if important events right. in life they they be with you thick and thin they they're, they're really there for good we 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 really want to make help you make those kind of connections mm-hmm. and that's what i just don't see is available in the market now bumble biz um, is targeted specifically for like networking or, mm-hmm. or business, business. And, and in that way it is sort of different but but so this isn't that this is tr- to help you make those deep connections to you know bring people permanently into your life it's not, yeah, it's not just term. focused on business or focused yeah. on dating it's everything exactly. just meeting people in general but, 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 but one interesting thing though is, is now in certain lines of business or let's say you're looking to find a, a co-founder or a business partner right. to do something together right you need to have that, that level of trust right? you need to really be able to, to feel that that person's going to have your back right because you're starting a business you don't have time to be worrying about are they going to like uh, screw me Right? Are they going to take the money and run, or what are they going to do? Right, you you don't have any luxury to worry about those things. So, the thing with uh, professional networking services now, it's uh, you, you know everybody's got their profile and their credentials and everything, but no. So we know everybody's competent, but the key ingredient that's missing is 
do I do I know I can trust them, right? So coming at this from a different angle, and another reason why you could use passion fruit for for even things like networking, um, and why it's why it's different from what's available, is that we want you to build the trust first. We want you to connect as human beings, just on a basic fundamental level, right? And if you if you can trust each other, then it makes sense to uh, consider well. Should we go into business together or should we start a project together, right? Because you could know, like, this person is qualified in 20 different ways. Right. But if there's no trust, then all of it's kind of futile, right? Mm-hmm. So is there anything else, before we wrap up here, is there anything else you want people to know about passion fruit? Uh, so I think, well, the as according to landing site, uh, we're coming in September, September. In time for orientation. So I just wanted to give a brief update that... Uh, it will be a beta version of Passion Fruit, and uh, we hope to have a solid, uh, you know, fully working, all the bells and whistles uh, version up uh, in sometime in the next uh, two months or so. Awesome. And I know I'm, I'm definitely going to be one of the first people to use it for sure. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks so much for being on the show today, Paul. Thank you very much. And guys, check out Passion Fruit, like you said, at the end of September, end of September right? It should be. Well, hopefully well, the beta. In, a, in, a, in a few weeks. Uh, I mean, actually, right now, you can you can actually find the Android version of the beta on the Play Store. If you just search Passion All right. Fruit, there it should be go. one of the first things that comes up. But it is uh, early access. So I do caution that uh, some things are a little rough around the edges and some features are still being integrated inside. Um, if you actually really just are so curious and you want to help us uh, flesh, the, flesh the product out and test it uh, and you also use the iPhone, you can what you can do is you can uh, join our mailing list uh, or you can send us a, a message on our website uh, and we can definitely get back to you. Or you can just send an email to help at passionfruit.me and uh, I can definitely send you a, a personalized invite to test the iOS version because the way that uh, Apple does things for betas is a bit different. <laughs> you got to send people custom email invites, but I can definitely hook you up with that if you're really just passionate about uh, seeing this thing come up. Get passionate about passion fruit. Yeah. There we go. All right, thanks so much for listening to The Restless Millennial, guys, and keep hustling. If you guys like that episode, make sure to subscribe on YouTube. Check out The Restless Millennial on Facebook and Instagram. And stay tuned for more content coming up. Keep hustling.